Hey guys, today's podcast is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box. Because you listen to this podcast, you can save 10% off on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com slash row. When you're there, enter the promo code BRIDGE10 for an additional 10% savings on your first purchase. This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. Hey guys, sit back, relax, and crank up your audio level to the highest decibel because it's now time for the World of Row Podcast. I am your host. My name is Ro. You can call me Ro to the L. You can call me Rosif, Brosif, Broel, whatever you want to call me. I'm a, I'm a man of many hats. I'm a loving father, I'm a loving husband. I'm a loving father and loving husband, a entertaining brother, a good friend. I am a podcaster, and this is my podcast. So um, this podcast is available to you every single Friday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, whatever podcatcher app you're using. Um, Take the time to uh, to listen to this episode every week. Listen to everything. If you're if you're new to the show, check out some of the back catalog. There's some amazing episodes on there. And for those of you who have been listening, thank you very much. You know the the best way you can help out my podcast is, of course, you know sharing with your friends using your social media or texting them or phone call or whatever, hyping it up like if you saw Back to the Future for the first time or or whatever. You know you saw the new. Um, the new Batman versus Superman, right? Or something like that, right? Um, you can, and of course, you, you can go to iTunes and leave that review. You know, you can rate it and review it. Um, it takes like 30 seconds to do. So if you have an iPhone, go to your podcast app, find my podcast, go to review, sign into your iTunes and do that review. I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much for all your support. Anyway, um, how you guys doing? How's, how's your last, you know, week been, uh, since we've last touched base? It's been kind of a while since I've recorded one of these. Um, I feel like it's been a while. I don't know. That's Maybe it's just been like a week or something. Yeah, it's pretty much standard operating procedure when I do these things. Actually, it's been a little bit longer just because I had this intro done and I redid it just because I didn't like the way it came out. Um, I hope you guys had an amazing 4th of July. I hope you've had a great time with your family. I hope you've enjoyed your summer. Uh, the time's just flying by. Um, last week was an interesting week. Uh, I was on vacation. My wife and I were on vacation. We took a little trip to California Oh, guys, let me tell you, if you are from Texas and you drive somewhere, especially somewhere like California, it is such a long drive. So be prepared for that. Um, it, it was a very challenging trip. It was a fun trip. I mean, the, the, the drive getting there, it was just so long. It's amazing scenery. You try, you know, you, you see all these different things, you know, you, you just kind of see on TV. If you haven't been out to the West Coast or in that part of the neck of the woods. It was really nice. I do want to take the time to thank, to thank our friends Vic and Brett uh Brett for letting us, you know, stay at their place. I we had a great time and we appreciate their hospitality. It was so amazing. And you know, we we were at a at a conference for my wife's uh well we both kind of do th- things for Herbalife. So if you guys are interested in that, let us know. You can email me and you can check out the show notes for that. So anyway, uh, yeah, it was a great, it was a great time. My wife and I went and, you know, the little one stayed behind, but it was a lot of fun. It was adventurous and, uh, 
you know, th- there was some moments there, you know, when I was driving through Arizona, I had like visions of rad racer. So I had my wife like play some music on through the car, you know, from rad racer, the grand Canyon stage, we were driving through Arizona. She's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, this, I'm having this moment of rad racer, you know, and speaking of video games, you know, I don't, I haven't played as much as I'd like, but it, it was, it's, it's, uh, I need to get back into it. You know, there's some good games coming out and, you know, speaking of, you guys can go to www.gameflyoffer.com slash row and you can take advantage of that free premium 30-day trial. Um, some good stuff there. You can check out games like Call of Duty, Gears of War. That's one of my favorites. So a lot of good, um, good, a lot of good uh, video games you can go after there. So, uh, you know, check it out. A nice shameless plug, I got to say. So, you know, traveling, you know, traveling out to California to, uh, you know, we went out to, to Long Beach and I had a funny moment, man. I was walking, I was walking down and we were, we were going somewhere, we were going to get something to eat. And I told my wife, I go, I know this scene, I know this place. And it's the, it was like the, if you guys have seen Last Action Hero, it was the hotel scene, you know, when, when Arnie, uh, you know, falls off the hotel and falls into the water or, you know, fall, jump, you know, whatever. That whole, that whole scene there, that part in Last Action Hero, we were near that. And I was like, holy cow, this is so amazing. You got to check it out. It was, I mean, not check it out, but watch the movie. But it was, it was total nerd moment for me because I'd never been near a scene where they filmed a movie. Although I live here in San Antonio, we go downtown a lot, and I'm pretty sure a lot of scenes from Miss Congeniality were there. But anyway, funny little moment. Overall, it was a great trip. Had so much fun. Got back home, and um, it was, just, it was just crazy. It was such a long drive, and on the way back, I actually got to meet this week's guest you know so back on episode six uh jack Maturko of the naked diner podcast was on the show he's back this week and uh, we talk more in depth about things that he's doing with his podcast we talk a lot about what he does for exercising um and we i got to meet him you know we stopped in phoenix because i interstate 10 ryan kind of runs through that so um we stopped in at tempe and i had lunch with the guy really really cool guy i i've always said that about jack and um you know, we, we, we've done this a couple of times now. And one of his episodes, one of the episodes that we did do, and I didn't end up using, he uses it on his Patreon account. And he's going to talk a little bit about the Patreon and what it does. And I'm still working on mine too. So a little way to give back to his podcast. And I'm looking at doing the same thing to give back to my podcast. But uh, it was nice to meet somebody face to face who does podcasting that I that I've met because a lot of these people don't live in San Antonio, although there are a couple of podcasters that are in this area and I'm working to have them on the show. People like Ray from the Go Spurs Go Memes podcast and his team. Good guys, if you're a big fan of Spurs and NBA basketball, check out that podcast. That's called the Go Spurs Go Memes podcast. And um, yeah, so I mean, he, he was, it, it was, it was great. It's always great to talk to Jack. If you haven't listened to, if you haven't listened to episode six, go back and check it out. It's a good one. This one's a little bit better. I, I try not to do too many duplicate episodes with people just because it might be the same conversation. But, you know, the ones that I've done with Fear, the ones that I've done with my dad and Nick came back and, you know, Jack is the third guest, the original first time guest is coming back for a second time. And uh, it was it was really good. So I'm gonna go ahead and play that now. And um, I hope you enjoy. All right, let's do this. I already said that, right? I kind of I can't repeat myself. I gotta stop saying that. Anyway, all right, let's let's go ahead and play that now. Okay. Damn. And, and you know what? The last time we talked, you talked about how you were playing a new game called Hoover Ball. Yeah, yeah. We just played on uh, Sunday. It was really great. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, Jack not only is a podcaster, and among among many other things, I'm sure, but this guy is a workout guru type guy. (laughs) 
and he plays a game called Hoover Ball, and I think it sounds like Roller Ball. If you remember the movie with James Caan, not the one with not with the one with Chris Klein or LL Cool J. We're talking old school. I I envision it being like that. Well, there's no, roller but it's not involved. like that, right? No, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. it's a lot more like volleyball, right? You, you you've got a volleyball net and a medicine ball. And so the deal is that you throw the ball over the net, the other person catches it, and they have to throw it back. And you just keep going until somebody screws up. Okay, so then I overhyped it, right? So it it's like a it's a rich man's version of tetherball, it sounds like. No, no, it's not. No, no. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's way harder I'm than tetherball. Oh, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. It's intense, yeah, yeah. man. Because, I mean, you think about it. you got a, a volleyball net's eight foot at the top of it, right? Right. So you got something that's ten pounds coming at you from ten feet up, and yeah. and you have to catch it and then throw yeah. it back. It's it's a lot of work. I mean, it, it's a hell of a workout. It really is. So did you like invent this game? No, 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 no. This was invented by uh, President Herbert Hoover's personal physician. Oh, damn! So hence the name Hoover Ball. Yeah. And and who and. Are you next to the Grand Canyon? Is that why? Is that why Hoover is such a big deal down there? No, no, no. Um, I actually stumbled. Well, actually, here we've got Roosevelt Dam. Okay, okay. But but um, uh-huh. uh, no, I actually stumbled onto that because of the guys from Cracked. Uh, Cracked. Uh, okay. Yeah, Daniel O'Brien did a whole video about this thing where. Uh, basically, he did a video that was like presidential movies that would be way better than some movies that are out now. Yeah, and he did this whole thing about Herbert Hoover because Herbert Hoover was a badass. He just was. Yeah, not to be confused with J. Edgar, who liked to wear a dress. Yeah, don't confuse him with J. Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> but Herbert Hoover was was definitely a badass, and you know this game got invented for him, and you just. I just love the idea of this guy who's president of the United States, like dragging Secret Service guys out and saying, you're going to play this so I can get my exercise. <laughs> I'm going to throw a 10-pound ball at your head because I'm the president and you can't say no, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and Herbert Hoover was a big dude, wasn't he? Like kind of chubby? Herbert Hoover or uh, – well, I mean he was he was stocky, I think would be, probably okay. be a better word for Not it. Not yeah. fluffy. Not yeah. fluffy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is really a hell of a game, man. We we had to switch from a 10-pound ball to a 6-pound ball just because some of my friends couldn't take the 10-pound ball. Come on, don't don't lie, dude. You know it was probably you, right? No, I'm messing with you. No, this guy no, no, no. The 6-pound ball, I can one-hand. <laughs> Damn, okay. Shit. Depending on which ball we use. We've got to... We're we're starting to build up a, a an assortment of different Hoover balls depending on what we feel like doing. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's intense. It it so, really is a hell of a sport, man. I I recommend it to anybody who wants a really solid like because there's a like there's the core workout part where you're like because you your whole center mass has to move to move that ball and catch that ball. And then there's that, there's these weird muscles in your shoulder, like where your shoulder connects to your pec, like a lift Mm. is not a muscle that gets worked very much in a normal human's day-to-day life anymore. 
Right. And that game is great for working those muscles. So you, wow. So I must say, I got I got to tell you, I went ahead and I got my phone. I got my iPhone and I looked up Hoover Ball, and there are li- literally pictures from the Hoover days of them playing Hoover Ball. And then I see they actually have like a league for this thing. Yeah, yeah, in probably whatever state he's from, right? But. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I mean, I just I just Googled and I, I picked, I clicked on the images and I saw, I was like, good God. I mean, I didn't even know they had a league for this. It's like, yeah, it's, almost, it's like disc golf all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> right? Kind of it's like disc golf for badasses. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I thought disc golf was just for disc golf was for hippies, man. I mean, a lot of people. Disc golf is for, I've played disc golf too, and it, it's a great time to just, wander around and drink beer and throw things but it, yeah. it's not exciting at all <laughs> there's nothing about disc no. golf that really is thrilling there's no there's there's no adrenaline to disc golf you know you know and and i think i think one day i've, I've never tried it although i do want to try try one day but the idea of doing hoover ball kind of sounds more exciting man oh it's so much fun man it, 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 I I don't know how – if you like playing volleyball and you're into, you know, any sort of lifting or anything like that, then Hoover Ball is definitely right. the sport for you. There's, there's well, I'm gonna have to, nothing I'm else gonna have for to it. Check it, out. Yeah. it. It's so much fun to, to just – those moments when you get to, like, catch this heavy-ass ball over the top of your head and huck it <laughs> back at somebody and you're just like, ah, oh, so exciting. Yeah. So uh, what what else is going on, man? I mean, the podcasting, the Hoover Ball. I know you I know last time we talked, the very first time we talked, you you said you do like rock climbing, right? Yeah, we we, like we I haven't been climbing in a while, but since we started up the Hoover Ball again, some other people are like, "Hey, we should go climbing." And I'm just like, "Well, Dang. I've been climbing before. We can do that." So right. so it's been a while, but seems like that's something that's probably going to pick back up again. Yeah, and do do a lot of people being from Arizona? Do you do you have to do that a lot? Well, you don't have. I mean, to, I mean, I did not do it a lot. <laughs> I mean, I not have to. But I mean, a lot of people do that. Yeah, a lot of people out here climb because there's just there's there's a a lot of good climbing in Arizona. There just is. Right. You know, it's just rock formations being what they are. Yeah, I, I've always I've always wondered right because I've seen a lot of like Western movies that are that have come out recently. And I see these mountains and everything like that. I'm like, where the hell are they filming that? That's got to be either New Mexico, that's got to be maybe El Paso, or maybe that's freaking Arizona. You know, like where the hell, where the heck are they filming this stuff? Yeah, well, I'm. I mean, I'm not sure what things you're talking about in particular. (laughs) No, no, I mean, like, like, like 310 to Yuma. I mean, I I was just watching 310 to Yuma is definitely Arizona, right? Okay, so it is because Yuma's Arizona. Oh damn it! What the heck is wrong with me, dude? You're totally right. Yeah, dude. It's... It would be it would be it would be a shame to not put that in Arizona. Well, I mean, but, but you got to think about it though, because I mean, if they do like movies like uh, The Dark Knight or No, The Dark Knight Rises, they say it's you know Gotham City, but really it's Pittsburgh or it's Chicago or something. I mean, I don't know. You, you never know. Yeah, but where is where you... is Gotham City? Because Gotham's made up. But once you say Yuma, well, that's a real place. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of that kind of thing, I was also just at the Phoenix Comic Book Convention. Uh, yeah, I saw that ago. you had tweeted about that. 
Ah, I I love my Phoenix comic book convention. It is so much fun to go there and just geek out and not have to go through all the hassle of traveling to some other city. Because Phoenix Comic Con, in my mind, is really kind of like the pregame to San Diego. Because uh, it's yes. like, yeah, it's like the con right before San Diego, and it's it's like a a, a kind of more lower rent, harder core version, right? So, so you don't have all the, the bullshit that you get in San Diego anymore where it's all just big media pushing and, hey, yeah. come see the big budget movies and the panels with the really big stars. We're, gonna, we're still going to have some indie crap that you can really get into. So, so do, you guys, do you get to plug your podcast when you're out there? Uh, a, a little bit. There was a couple podcast panels, and I passed out some cards, you know. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and then that was on Sunday. And then the following Monday was when we were number two on Stitcher. So I don't know what the people who I gave cards to thought when they actually Googled me. But cause it's just that guy just sat there quiet and listened to us talk about you know how to make a podcast. And he's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So did you so you think maybe you picked up some you picked up some traction from that? Well, it's hard to say at this point because you know those Stitcher numbers come out 2 weeks behind, right? So I have no idea whether the Comic-Con stuff had any effect because those numbers that threw us all the way up the charts came out at the same time, like immediately after I passed out the cards. So, so I don't know, you know, what are you going to do? Maybe, maybe it helped. Maybe it didn't. I think, I think maybe it did, man, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. But, but, but those cards, I mean, the cards that I passed out came out after those, like if they looked us up and listened to the show, it would have come out on the same day they would have been looking us up on the same day that Stitcher said we were number two. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, so, you're right. So you're I right. have no way of knowing who looked up what, why. I can just see how many downloads we got. And we got more downloads last week than we got in the entire month of May. So Very cool. <laughs> wow, in one week? Yeah, this is crazy, man. Holy yeah, that that's what crazy. that's what happens when you're comfortably nestled between Ira Glass and Freakonomics. I just... <laughs> that's hilarious. It was dude. sick. Just... So what did what did Andy say when when you saw these? Uh, <laughs> His exact he it wasn't even a real word. I said I was just like because I sent him a Facebook and I was just like so Andy and I linked and you linked him and his word was just. No, okay. Like he started with the word no and just kept with the O's and finished with a K. Like there was this weird, I don't believe this to acceptance that happened in seven or eight characters. It was hilarious. Right. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that, that is awesome. It was so surreal and I'm not sure what happened. I'm, I'm still not sure what happened, but all right, fine. I'm glad to, to, that people really liked that episode or whatever it was. But yeah, so so of of, of the episodes you have done so far, 
Have, what what's been the most uh you know the most interesting one or the one that you've liked the most? Ooh, that's really tough. I mean, I could probably put together a top five. Like, okay, well, let's do that. Do 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 your five. I mean, you've done what twenty eight episodes? Uh, thirty three. God dang it! I I'm really got to cut. I, I I'm I'm cutting thirty four tonight, but I've got thirty. Man, and you just dropped. I've got thirty five. Right yeah, we just stopped, dropped thirty three, and I've got thirty. Four and thirty-five in the can. Nice, that's awesome, dude. Uh, let's see. If you had to think about it, I should maybe play imaginary music here, like dun dun. Well, dun, you're gonna dun, 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 do some dun. stuff. I just, I just want to bring up a list so I can actually look through. You know. Yeah. Do your thing, man. It's working on it. Okay, so if if I had to pick a top five, I I, I definitely think that probably this our last episode, this 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 new Caitlin Bailey episode, is in the top five, just because it was the first one that really felt like super professional, you know? Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I really liked our Jonathan M.S. Pierce episode with the whole zombie philosophy thing. I thought that yeah. was lots of fun. Nice, yeah. Uh, yeah, because it, was, it wasn't just talking about zombies and what you would do in the event of a zombie apocalypse and that kind of thing. It was really like, so, so, so what do zombies mean in terms of us being people and them being zombies? And it was a whole really interesting philosophical conversation i i dig those yeah hell yeah uh brian mallow the the science comedian he was a lot of fun and which episode number was that one 20 something 20 something okay 20 something (laughs) (laughs) the the screen i'm looking at doesn't actually say 25 was brian mallow That, that that was a good one uh oh, uh, Desiree L stage. She was the, Man, the you, she was the anti suicide advocate. She was she was great, and she's just a really cool human. And everybody should pay more attention to her and the things that she's doing. All right, so, so then that's all there is. So that's that. A, that was like six or seven of them you named. <laughs> did I did I ramble off that long? It's okay. I mean, you can be proud of your podcast. I mean, you you guys have a nice format. I love them all. They're like my children. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of hard to just pick one, right? Yeah, no, it's impossible because there's stuff you love. There's stuff you love about all of them, and there's stuff that you're like, "Eh, I could have done that better. You know, (laughs) most of the stuff that you're worried that you could have done better is like audio quality stuff, though, right? Right. So, like, uh, some people. Do you have a Do you have a hard time with that? I mean, I know you, I know. Before we started, you mentioned that you use this uh, application Zencaster, but be, being because you know you're in one part of the country and Andy's in a different part of the country, and then your host is in a, another part of the country. Yeah, well, that's the trick is is getting me, Andy, and the guest to all sound right. Like that's a real big sticking point, and that's one of the things that Zencaster does really well. But like. When when we do the show over Skype, it yeah it it's it's generally a bigger problem, especially depending on the guest, and because 
you know, some some guests they just well, okay, I'm going to sit at my computer and do this thing, and they don't think in terms of oh, I'm sitting in a a, a room with a lot of echo to it, and I don't have a headset, and you know that kind of yeah, stuff, uh, or I'm just going to talk through my Mac mic, and you know. So, like, sometimes the audio doesn't come out all that great, and there's nothing you can do about it. Because if you try and massage that into sounding good, especially when you have your your co-host on the same track, right? It's like, I have to make a choice here. Who's going to sound good? Who's going to sound horrible, you know? And more often than not, which I think is almost to my own detriment, well, I... I, Generally, once everything's merged together, if I find out that I need to make tweaks, I side on, I'll make myself sound worst. You know? Yeah. And, and that's what you... Yeah, so, so that's what you do. You sacrifice your own audio for everyone else's. Look at that, man. What a team player, Jack. Well, you know, I mean, I, I want the guest to sound good more than anything else. Because more often than not on our show, the guest is talking for at least, you know, t- two-thirds of the episode. Because right. that's our trip. We, we, we get the guests to open up and we get them to talk about whatever it is they're talking about at great length. Right. right. So. Yeah. And, you know, the, the one episode that I have to tell you that I really, really liked was um, the one with uh, Mr. X from the Angry Old Man podcast. Oh, he's such a great guy. He really is. You, oh, you man. just had him on, really too. Really nice man. guy. Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, he... He was a very down-to-earth, hilarious guy, and man, just to hear it, hear his story, and then hear, you know, the different personalities, and you know, he went up, he went to me, you know, he went above and beyond and plugged my show when he didn't really have to on his show, and oh yeah, no, I heard that he was yeah, and that was that was before your episode even came out, right? Yes. Your so what I did was. Yeah, I, I used that promo and I played it on, on my episode where the Quadfather was on my show and a lot of people were like, What's what's this? I'm like, You gotta you gotta listen. You gotta check then, this guy out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and and he is he's an amazingly nice guy. He's and he's so willing to talk to people like us about, okay, here's how radio was and here's how radio works and you know he's he's so very good with wanting to distill the knowledge that he's gotten over the course of however long he's been doing radio, right? Yeah, and you know the the cool thing about him that I really liked was like he just enjoys doing it. He yeah. just uh, he he doesn't look into. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with looking into monetizing your show. I mean, I'm I'm totally for that. You know, if I can get to that point, but he just has so much fun doing it. It's like a nice. He called it a nice, fun hobby. Although I think I can't see it just as a hobby. I see it something beyond that. You know. Well, part of that is because I mean he's retired. So I mean he. That's can, true. He yeah, can he is retired. That, right? Yeah, he can. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> if I was retired, I would be doing the same thing, and I wouldn't be trying to monetize through Patreon and Amazon stores and. Audible right. and all that stuff, but the fact of the matter is, I still have a day job, and I'd like to stop doing it. So, if everybody yeah. could support my Patreon and let me quit yeah, my there job, you go. that'd nice be fantastic. Now, <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know, when I heard that episode, I was just in the process of binge watching Marin, and I know we talked about it, and it's pro- and it's on your Patreon. You know, some of the stuff we've talked about before, 
but on on I swear, and I told him this. I thought he was Phil Henry, and he right. was just like he knew right away who I was talking about when I I DM'd him, and I told him that I really loved the episode that when he was on your show, and. He was like, "Oh well, thank you." And I said, I, "I told him who I thought he was," and he was like, "Oh, you're talking about Phil Henry." Like, I didn't even go into detail. <laughs> he knew who I was talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I've known of him because we kind of worked to get we worked we both worked in L.A. and it was yeah kind of like the you know the thing." And I knew he who he was, and I'm I think he knew who I was, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure he did." If you guys are kind of doing the same thing. But you know, I, I mean, I had a lot of fun with him, man. I, I, um, I hope I can talk to him again. But there was something I was going to tell you. Oh man, he will totally um, t- stay in touch with you over email. I've been, I, I still get an email from him every couple weeks or so. You oh, know, well, this, that's cool. The, the, yeah, and he's great. It, he, he just is. He just wants to stay in touch. And and I, he was so thrilled when, when I tweeted his show out. Yeah. And I I used the Potter and Family hashtag. Right. And once he saw Potter and Family and what it was, he was just like, This is this is something I've been looking for. This is this is community of podcasters who just want to help each other out, yeah. play around, and listen to each other's stuff. And that's what I that's what I want. He was so yeah. so happy about that. Yeah, I noticed that he's using the hashtag now and that that's that's really cool. He's using the hashtag now. He he sent me like whenever he get uh, he got some f- some fan mail like randomly after my episode with him went out. Nice, uh, you know, and was and was like, so I was listening to this Naked Diner show randomly, and I, you know, really loved the show. Like I loved everything about you being on the show. Didn't he? He was more a fan of him than of me, which is kind of part of my deal, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> You're giving him a platform to talk. Yeah, I'm, I'm, him, I'm you know? all about giving people, giving other people exposure and just kind of, you know. Well, you know, I'm not a comedian, but I would love the exposure one day, Jack. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. <laughs> well, anyway, I, it's uh, not always comedians with us. I mean, we, we, we've got oh, right, right. some weird guests coming <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some of some of the guests are they're out there, but I mean that's the whole dynamic, right? You gotta nothing is ever out of bounds for you. I mean, you gotta go out and talk about different things. You can't talk about the same thing. And that's one thing that I wanted to mention was is when I started doing my podcast, this solo show, and I was talking to different podcasters. I'm like, you know what? You can't talk about the same thing because then eventually it gets kind of old. Right. So I ventured out and I've talked talking to different other you know different types of people, and that's been a lot of fun because. You know the, the the challenge and the journey and finding people, and then when you message them and they you say, "Hey, I I think you're really cool. I like what you're doing. Would you like to tell your story on my podcast?" Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk. Let's sync up and whatever. Yeah, I like but, the ones that I, I do. It, it, it's interesting to see the ones that get back to you and the ones that don't. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I was telling, <laughs> I was I forgot who I was telling, but I had tweeted at John DiMaggio because I'm a big Gears of War fan, right? right. <laughs> and um, I, I, lo- I love Marcus Phoenix, right? I told him, I said, dude, you're an awesome voice actor. Hashtag Gears of War. Hashtag Marcus Phoenix. And he liked the tweet. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask him. Right? <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's, he's on his it, Twitter. Right? Yeah, I'm going to go for it. And I'm like, all right, uh, hey, man, I have a podcast which you really, I would really like for you to be on the show. What do you say? I mean, what do you think? And of course, he didn't reply. So I'm like, you know what? I tried. 
Maybe one day I'll, I'll keep trolling them on Twitter. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I I did the same thing with uh, Warren Ellis this week. <laughs> yeah, did he? Did they respond? No, 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 no. Oh man! But yeah. I even managed to get like five or six retweets on it. So it was, wow. it, it was worth a shot, right? <laughs> what the heck? I was number two on Stitcher for the week. Yeah, may as well broke, take it right? go, right? Yeah. But then some of them are weird, like like we had. A, uh, I was just catching up on my Netflix, and I saw that. I have you watched uh, Lady Dynamite at all? Lady Dynamite, yeah, it's a, it's Maria Bamford's show, and I haven't I, seen. I it. have thought I I've thought Maria Bamford was hilarious for a long time, right? I, th- I think her stand up's genius, mm-hmm. and I just realized that they gave her a show on Netflix. So I post to my Facebook, and I'm just like. I just realized they gave Maria Banford a show and it's great and you should totally watch this. And I tag, you know, I tag her name in it because it's a public post, right? And my friend Ian Harris, who's been on the show, did a big gig at Reason Rally not too long ago. Uh, He he liked it. And then the next like, not Maria Banford, but her mom, which was so weird. So I'm like, does, wow. that, does that mean I'm allowed to ask now? Yeah, <laughs> How does yeah. that work? Like, like your, your mom's giving me the stamp of approval. I mean, your mom seems to be okay think. with it. I don't know, <laughs> but I haven't made an ask there yet. Nice, and that, but that, I think that'd be fun because she's really cool from what I've heard when she's been on Marin and other shows that matter. Yeah, you know, you know and I do want to mention I do I do like y'all's. Uh, Y'all's monologues a lot. You know, the way you guys do that before you kick off into oh, the show. Me and Andy with the with our pre-show kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've developed a pretty good rhythm. Um, I, I'm I'm happy with it. I really am. Like we can, we we've really found uh, kind of a our collective voice. You know, right, it's right. really starting to gel. Yeah, definitely. I you you guys have. I mean, you've done 34 episodes together, and or 35, and, I mean, you guys have done a lot of great things. So what's the dynamic been like for y'all lately with that? Oh, it's been, it's, it, it's been more or less what it's usually been, you know? It's, it, we, 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 we have an interestingly good working relationship where Andy does some stuff well and I do other stuff well, right? Like, Andy is less good at Twitter than I am, you know? But Andy's really good. Andy's better at blogging than I am. So between the two of us, yeah, I think I've said that before. Between the two of us, we're one competent host. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that still pretty much holds true. We, you know, Andy is really good at getting certain kinds of guests, and I'm good at getting other kinds of guests. And... Yeah, we just we do the show and together. And, you get the naked diner. Yeah. Although there 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 was an episode, uh, depending on where you air this, episode thirty five. I had to do solo, which was really? a little weird. Well, just because we recorded, it, it, it was somebody in Arizona, so we had to record in the evening in Arizona. So Andy was already working one of his night jobs at that point. 
And how was he about that? Was he mad or? No, he wasn't mad at all. He was he was just like, all right, man, if that's the way it's going to be. In fact, we still haven't recorded the intro for it yet. Like I I sent him the the raw audio and I'm just like, listen to this. We'll do the intro and because we did that uh, once with a thing of his where he gave a talk at a thing in Boston Uh and we just let him we put his talk out as an episode. Oh, really? Like a live talk? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of way back. Uh, maybe in the in the early teens, I think, of the the show. Yeah. Where it's hey, can you hold on real quick, Jack? Yeah, no problem. I'm gonna pause real quick. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Looks like it's going. So. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Right. So, so you did a you took a live show that Andy did, and you and you published it. Yeah, in fact, that was actually a thing where we kind of had to, one of those uh, last-minute things. That was right before we had Jack Blackmore on, and uh, we were supposed to have, we were supposed to record with her on Saturday and put the episode out Monday. This was before we were working ahead, like mm-hmm. any sensible person does, and uh, she got a flat tire, like, 20 minutes before we were supposed to be taping. Wow. Right? So she's like, can we do it tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, we can do it tomorrow. But I'm like, Andy, we need something for today. And he's just like, well, luckily you berated me enough that I actually recorded this live speech I gave. I'm just like, give it to me. I'll put it out. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Nice. So, so, so how did he record it? I, he just used his iPhone. Oh, like just kind of set it on the podium next to him. I was just like, all right, good enough. Yeah, I'll take it. I I I would much rather keep a release schedule than have good audio. Like every time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And you've never missed a week, right? So far, no. That's awesome, dude. Hey, so you know, I found I found this other comedian who did a po- who does a podcast, and he has his own TV show. Have you? Heard, I don't know if you've heard of him, but his name is Bert Kreischer. Um, no, I don't know the name. He has a podcast called Bertcast, but he does a TV show called Bert the Conqueror. Dude, it's so hilarious. And I, I found him because he had Margaret Cho on his podcast. Oh, Andy's yeah. trying. Andy's been wanting to book Margaret. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she, she, <laughs> we 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 both have our people who are on our hit list of like people we want yeah. to get on the show. You know, so, so is that like your white, like your what do they call it? Your white elephant? Is that what that is called? Is that what they call it? White whale. There you go. The For, white whale. Yeah. White elephant's uh, like Christmas or something. Yeah, white elephant's like a Christmas gift thing. White whale is a Moby Dick reference. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. Well, Moby I, Dick. I, I I don't think I don't think that Margaret Cho is is Andy's white whale. I just think that Andy thinks that we're at the point that we could probably get Margaret Cho. You know. Wow, yeah. If if he really put the effort in, <laughs> right? For me, I I I I eye up weird ones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just just said I I pick the weird ones. <laughs> I do. I pick the weird ones, and like like uh, it, it, uh I'm gonna ask you to cut this, but. If everything works out right, on 4th of July, our you know? guest is uh, the the creator of Zombie with a Shotgun. Nice. <laughs> 
And and his his crowdfund campaign ends like three days after that. So I'm just trying to help him out because I want to see that be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that's awesome. You know, everybody's got white whales. Um, I, I mean, I just wanted to ask, just to, like to see who you guys wanted to have on the show. And uh, anyway, so this guy, this guy's hilarious. I I I found him because I listened to the Art of Wrestling, which is by Colt Cabana, and he's a an indie, an indie wrestler slash comedian slash podcaster and oh yeah I saw you tweet some stuff out about him yeah uh, yeah he he does he was on Marin's show he was on Birdcast he was on Doug Loves Movies I mean he's been and he's Scarborough country country or whatever yeah so the whole L A comedy scene kind of trip yeah and he's he's from Chicago so um uh but the cool thing is, is he's on Howl to, Howl too now. I think you have Howl, don't you, or you don't have Howl? No, I don't have Howl because I'm cheap. <laughs> well, you. Well, I mean, I, I, honestly, man, if, if I haven't started, it, the only reason I haven't started paying for like CISO yet is because uh, Harmon Quest hasn't launched yet. Oh, okay. But as soon as Harmon Quest comes out, it's just like, well, that's four bucks a month out of my budget. But, there you go. No, I was just curious, dude, because I mean, um, you listen to Marin. So I've, are you just listening to it when he drops every the two episodes he drops weekly, or are you just back catalog like the previous fifty or sixty that he's got? Marin, I you know, man, the the more I'm doing a show, the less I'm listening to other people's shows. Nice, okay. I and it's weird for me because I find myself like when I'm stuck for time. I find myself listening less and less to the shows that I think were the ones that influenced me in the first place. Right. Sure. So like, I, I don't listen to Marin and I don't listen to Kevin Smith and I, and, and I find myself listening less and less to Harmontown and it's not, it's not because I don't love those shows. I love those shows, but I don't want to like have something in my head that they said become a part of my show. Right. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to feel like I'm copying. So even though, even though those shows are really big influences on me, I find myself listening to them less because I don't want to imitate. I just want to take what I got from them and run with it. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so, a good point. Yeah. And and I feel bad because I love those shows, right? I, I, everything about those shows are, are. I used to listen to Marin and Harmontown pretty much like on a constant mm-hmm. basis, right? But like now, yeah. it's it's I, I'm doing my show, and I don't want my show to be too much like your show, so. I don't want you to put those ideas in my head that make me ask the same question to my guests that you asked to one of yours or something like that. You right, know? yeah. So so I just don't listen to them for the sake of just being professional or attempting yeah. to be professional. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I can I get where you're coming from on that, Jack. So, Jack, I'm not saying you're an oddball, but you said you'd like to uh, have weird guests Oh yeah, right. I love weird guests. They're so, the best. Are, is it because are, are you an are, you're not an oddball, but are you a weirdo? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding. No, I mean, is it just because uh, you you want to hear? I mean, the not. I guess. Well, I I, I think what it is for me is I think that the podcast space is 
a place where, you know, people who can't get radio play can find an audience, right? So, right. like, you know, like, uh, it, uh, my episode 35, depending on where you, when you air this, it's either right. come out or will come out. It'll probably already be coming out. It'll probably it'll probably be it'll out. probably be out. So my episode thirty five is with uh, Studehan and Michelle Short from Satanic Temple Tucson chapter, right? Mm-hmm. I, and and I just really wanted to talk to them because they're what they ended up doing with the whole Phoenix City Council meeting stuff, which I think I, we've talked about before. I think you did mention it before, but their thing is so impressive to me that I just want to talk to them and find out what's going on with them. Cause when you, when they do get into the mass media, right, they're on the news for like five minutes or they're on the radio and there's like a 30 second clip or something like that. Right. And I just want to be like, no, I'm going to give you a full hour. (laughs) (laughs) Say your piece. Right. I, I really want to know where you're coming from. And to me, that's what's important. Right. You know, yeah. I, I, I just think that the, the, the great thing about the podcast space is you can take these people who who are interesting and have a lot of cool things to say and don't and, – and in major media, they just get reduced to a 30-second soundbite or something. So to take someone like that and say, hey, here's a full hour, say what you want to say, right? Yeah, definitely. That's, that's awesome. So do you, is it because, and again, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't like to talk politics or religion, but is it because you're, you're atheist, correct? Are you just non-denomination or? No, no, I'm definitely an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is it just, is it, and again, I'm not trying to like call you out on it or anything. Is no, it just no, because of, is that what kind of like brings you, you know, the attracts you to it, I guess what, what they're, so what is it? What exactly, if you want to summarize real quick, what do, what do these two people do with that council? Well, oh, uh, well, I mean, so far they've, they're doing a, uh, kind of an invocation initiative, which is they're going from city council to city council and saying, okay, you guys have, uh, an invocational prayer at the beginning of the meeting. And since you're a government institution, you have to be non-denominational and we would like to say one. That's it. They just happen to be Satanists. So since they're Satanists, the city council tends to freak out. Right. And change the the word Satan. Naturally. Right. And that's yeah. that's really their big point. They're, they're just trying to say, "Hey, look, it's either going to be everybody or nobody," and because that's the only way that's fair. Yeah, and that's all they're doing. It's not. It's not. It's not scary or spooky or anything. They're very nice people. They don't have an obsession with Black Light or Marilyn Manson. I mean, they're just cool people. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes they do. Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah, I mean. And, you know, Michelle's got. Well, they both have quite a few tattoos. Hey, well, but so, but so do that, I. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. How many tattoos do you have? Um, depends how you count. Uh. <laughs> All right. So uh, I count in 
Odd uh, numbers. Do, do, well, I mean, do you count in, in how many times have I been to a tattoo parlor to get tattoos or how many things are considered one piece? There you, you go. Know? That's the second one. How many things yeah. are considered one piece? Oh, well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven? Seven. Yeah. seven. Not bad. That's not, I mean, I, was, I thought you were going to say like 20. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, see, that's why I asked that question because it's a, I say seven, but like one of them is most of my back that took like three or four trips and that kind of thing, you know? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That, well, well, so then 20. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. So, so Jack, you're, you're living in Arizona and you're not married, no kids, right? Nope. Unless you count the pets. The pets. What do you got? Two dogs? I got a dog and a cat. Nice. Well, I mean, nice for the dog. I don't know about cats, but you know. no, no. The, ca- the the dog is the cat's bitch. Oh wow, that's lame, dude. No man, it's it works out because my cat's a badass, and and I got the dog when the dog was still smaller than the cat, so the cat just put him in his place when he was a little kid, and now the dog is this big, nasty, eighty pound thing, but the cat still bosses him around. It's hilarious. How old is your dog now? Uh, seven. And your cat's like 15? No, I'm kidding. Uh, like 13 or so, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, cool. So then, so is it, and it's just you and your pets? That's. Yeah, it's just me and my pets in a house that's way too big for me, so. Because, <laughs> well, hey, I, man, that's cool. I, well, I was just, I was ready to buy a house like right at, right in the lowest point of the recession. Mm-hmm. So I got a house that's way bigger than I actually need just because that's what I could afford. Hey, but you, you got it on the cheap. I'm sure you got a good deal on it. <laughs> yeah, I did. So everything's all right. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Everything's all right in the world of Jack Maturko with, with the podcast, the house, the dog, man, it's, it's almost, it almost sounds Marin-esque, man, the way you have your, your setup at your home. <laughs> yeah, except I don't have the tragic divorce and the cocaine addiction that to overcome. Yeah. So, do you, so that's a big plus. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you watch the, the TV show at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Marin, the show is great. Do you like the new season so far? I, I haven't caught any of the new season yet. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, because I don't have cable. Oh, okay. So I just kind of have to wait until it comes out on Netflix. Dude, it's a good season. Really good. I'll just tell you that. I did the cliffhanger at the end of last season. It yeah, it's just the tone. If you, you're, yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're on social media, I mean, you are on social media. If you're on, I think on his fa- on the IFC Facebook page. Yeah, there's a, a lot of stuff going on. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I tend to avoid that kind of thing. I don't, yeah. I'm pretty good at, at staying away from spoilers until I'm ready to see something, you know. Yeah. Hey, so you mentioned San Diego Comic Con. Are you going to go? Uh not this year. No. I, no. I've kind of San Diego has become way too busy. Yeah. You know, I, I I and it's it's become too busy for someone my age. I'm not going to go and stand in line and. You know, for an hour to get into a panel to hear Joss Whedon talk. I just, I'm not. You know? Yeah. You like make it seem like you're old or something, dude. 
Well, I mean, I'm not going to waste an hour. I'm going to find another room that's open and listen to whoever indie dude is talking, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point, man. And that's, that's why I end up at places like Phoenix Con, because that's most of the con. That makes sense. And you don't have to wait for a room. <clears throat> and a lot of this stuff is really cool, man. We saw... Uh, we we went to a panel where they demoed a uh, an early treatment of a movie. What was it called? It was called uh, "They Coming." It was called. It was it was done by the same guy who did the documentary for uh, the Death of Superman Lives documentary. Oh, okay. And it's hilarious because it's all about these weird killer Muppet zombie things like it, there's this, this weird Muppet character and kills somebody and then that person also turns into a killer Muppet thing <laughs> <laughs> so you got these characters that are people and then they get bit and die and turn into puppets and uh, it's, it's really funny Wow! and wow. he's looking to turn it into a web series or something It's it's a lot of fun you know, I all these things, man. There's there's so many things I want to do. You know, I, the you know the, the, you're talking about a web series and all this stuff that that guy's doing, and you got a Patreon. You have a dot com. I still need to make a dot com, and I I do want to make a Patreon. I just don't. I need to get I need to get to it and just make my square use Squarespace the two week free trial and make my page and, <laughs> or make my website. I just I I don't know how to. I just. Yeah, I need to get. And the bottom line is, I just need to go and do it. I think I'd probably generate more, um, you know, more listens. I guess. Yeah, well, from from what I can tell, the 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 trip about the Patreon, we'll we'll see how that goes. You know, we we had been talking about doing it, and then since the Stitcher thing happened, and apparently we're more popular than we thought we were, we were just like, all right, we're just going to pull this trigger now. Let's do yeah, it. Definitely, and, while you're on fire. Yeah, right. You gotta get while the getting's good, I guess. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good saying. I, I like that one better than what I than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Cool, Jack. Uh, hey, man. Why don't you talk about that stuff? You know, I, I think I think we're already kind of getting toward the end here. So, I mean, um, you plug your stuff, plug or is there stuff? anything else you want to say? Yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, what we're what we've got going on, you can. Subscribe to The Naked Diner on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, some Spanish one that I don't even know the name of anymore. <laughs> I just I submit the show to everything. If you Google Naked Diner, you'll find you'll find us and probably porn for people with waitress fetishes because <laughs> that seems to be the only thing that comes up when you Google that. But <laughs> so, the, so there's that. And if you go to patreon.com slash naked diner, uh, you can become a patron of the show. The, the, the thing that I'm recommending is to go for the $5 a month level. Yeah. Because that's the level where you get episodes early. Like this week, we, we just. The week that we're recording, we just released our Caitlin Bailey episode today. And if you want to hear our episode with Trey Crowder, the liberal redneck, that <laughs> I'm going to release that early on the Patreon 
patron-only channel for the people who pay $5 a month or more. Yep, there's your and, calling, guys. Just do yeah, it. No, I'm kidding. Like, and that's what we're going to do week to week. So if you want to get the shows early, become a Patreon patron. That That's that's our trip. And I mean, and there's going to be all kinds of cool no bonus stuff. Yeah. Like Andy's going to put some of his stand-up videos on there. I'm going to put up some other episodes and outtakes and clip shows and that kind of thing. And that's all going to be patron-only content. So... Give us five dollars a month, and you can hear all that other cool <laughs> stuff. We'll chat. Maybe you'll be uh, on mid roll or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the page will take off, and I'll be able to. Quit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you'll maybe next time we'll have we'll both have something exciting to talk about with the podcast. But man, major kudos to you again, dude. Yeah, right on, man. All right. Well, there you have it. Great guy entertaining always fun to talk to jack thank you so much for being on the podcast and then special thanks to all of you for listening to the podcast i can never say enough thank yous to all of you and for all your continued support i do want to mention to you guys that um i actually had the opportunity to be on a couple of podcasts over the last couple weeks i was actually on the um uh, Pastors by podcast. I think some of you have already heard it. Check it out. It's a good story. I talked a lot about some deep stuff there. It's a good. Po- it's a good podcast. A great conversation that I had with Matt. Matt was on episode twenty on the world of road. So check that one out too. Um, it's. I was trying to have a deep conversation and, 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 and talk about things that had bothered me before. So it was. It was really nice to kind of talk about that. Um, I can't say that enough. And uh, I was also on the Geek Dig podcast with Clint. Uh, he was on episode uh, sixteen on the world of roast so check out that one too that one was really good i know i i wanted to get this out there and give the mention because those are great guys and great shows so uh check it out when you can so um yeah that's gonna do it so let's talk about social media uh, twitter instagram vine at roel santos jr i also have a snapchat so uh, you can look under the roel uh, <laughs> i don't use it that much but i'm, I'm on there and uh, facebook.com slash world of row you can comment like do all those things uh, share uh, if you want to if you want to drop a line to me uh, you can email me at roelsjr at gmail.com uh, if you want to be on the podcast you can always you can always contact me there you can tweet at me whatever get you get the idea so uh, that's going to do it this week folks so you've been listening to the world of row i am row and you're not and stay tuned as the world of row continues to turn have a great weekend everyone we'll catch you next week <laughs> <laughs>